0: Welcome to Real Estate Uncovered, presented by the Real Estate Inspection Company, where we interview every type of real estate industry expert to uncover some common and not so common real estate topics. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Hi, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Uncovered. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Pam Holland, who's a transaction coordinator with Curing Chaos Transaction Coordinating. So nice to see you, Pam. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. It's good to talk to you again. It's been a while, so, but I'm doing great.
1: Awesome. Well, I wanted to let our listeners uh, know a little about you. So, Can you tell us um, a little bit about your story?
0: My story. Well, um, how long do you have? No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so I, I'm not from here. I'm from Ireland. So I came over from Ireland 26 years ago. Um, as of May of this year, and out of the for the last 24, I've been in real estate. Um, so the first two years only. I so this is all I know. Real estate's all I know. But I've been here for 26 years. All my family's over there, and I'm over here. So. Um, some people say that's great. Others say, oh, you poor thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tough career now. Um, did you, did you, were you interested in real estate when you were in Ireland or just after you moved here?
0: No, I was not interested in real estate in any other which way or form other than I've always known, even living back there, I've always known that I wanted to flip that's what I ultimately, that's what I really want to do is flip properties in the future. So other than that, that was my only interest because real estate back there is is not like, there's nothing to brag about. Being a realtor over there is nothing to brag about. It's not like it is over here where you can make really mm. good money.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. okay. So no,
0: no, I fell upon it. I completely fell upon it over here.
1: And did you move directly to Southern California or how did you end up in, because uh, you're in Temecula, correct?
0: I'm in Temecula. I moved to LA and I stayed there for four years. And then we moved from LA to San Diego for 20 years. And then two and a half years ago, I moved to Temecula with my kids.
1: So what was the journey of you realizing that you, you liked her? How did you get into real estate to begin with?
0: Um. So when I first got in, I studied for my license. Um, I was the eternal studier. I think I studied every day for eight hours for six months. That's no wow. word of a lie. I, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, and I got into real estate and I joke about this cause I got in and worked with my husband at the time, my ex-husband now, and I didn't like it. I, I did not like, we, we did not work well together. So I decided to, to jump ship after two years and got offered a job as a, uh, escrow assistant and ended up becoming an escrow officer for uh, three years. And then I got pregnant and got out of escrow because it was way too stressful. And Mm. so, okay, I'll be a stay at home. Mom did that for a year was not for me. I I realized there's only so many lunch, lunch dates and play dates that I could do without feeling like I was going crazy. So I decided to start, um, TCing and I started TCing for my husband um, and then it just I realized it was I realized it was equally as stressful as as escrow but uh, but it was mine it was my business yeah. and, and I was self-employed and um, it just blew up from there I, once I decided that's what I was going to do I just committed to I'm gonna make this happen and it just took off and I've been independent' um, self-employed now for 17 years 17 wow. yeah so. so-
1: no, that's awesome, and and we've been in business about the same amount of time. We started in two thousand and four, and it is very difficult to work with a spouse. It either works or it doesn't. I'm I'm fortunate. Uh, yeah. My wife works in the business with me, and um and it and it's great because we both have our strengths, and uh, I think we're a good balance for each other. But I fully understand how that could be really, really tough to do.
0: Yeah, I'm an overachiever. I'm an overachiever. So that's not easy to work with. Admittedly, looking back, I can I can own that. Um, But I just have very high expectations. And I expect other people to meet my expectations. And (laughs) um, so I guess I was just better doing better doing what I'm doing now, for sure. It worked out to be worked out to be a great choice, a great choice.
1: And and real estate has well, it's always been evolving. I grew up, my dad was in real estate as a kid, and I remember oh. going to his office and having his little his little um uh, thermal printout of the MLS every morning. And it was just <laughs> you know, yeah, this was I'll probably remember. in the eighties, yeah. And <laughs> and then it evolved into a printed book that looked like a phone book and et cetera. So and now the paperwork is something that's constantly evolving. So um, uh, the need for a coordinator, especially for busy agents who are doing two, three, five, twelve deals a month or more. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine keeping up with that. So um what go into a little bit of detail about what a TC does and how you can make an agent's job that much easier and, and perhaps more accurate. Well,
0: um hmm. So the key thing for an for me, for my business, the, the key thing is to remove as much responsibility from the agent as possible so that um, they're freeing up their time to do real estate. And one of the big, I can't even say it's a preconceived idea or it's a mis, misconception. I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, but realtors have, have always been the reputation of, they do everything. They are the realtor. They are the um they are the marketer. They are the assistant. They're everything. And it was an industry that when I got into and started TCing, I found that um they well, what well, we ca- I commonly call them, jack of all trades and masters of none, and mm-hmm. that's how I that's how I talk to agents when I'm taking them on. I said I don't want you to be a, a jack of all trades. That you have to have, you have to do what you're you're being paid to do, and you're being paid to be a realtor. So therefore, you should be hiring professionals uh, or working with professionals. You know they don't do home inspections, do they? No, they hire you. Um And so it's the same for being a virtual assistant or an assistant, whether it's in office or virtual. Um, that my role is to take away that the paperwork role the the preparing of the paperwork and making sure that all the dots are um you know t's across and dots are i'd or whatever eyes are dotted <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say um yes. is to make sure that that's all covered as, as well as keeping in with time periods and i'm making sure that they don't miss those because if if you're not tracking all of that it's not easy when that's It's easier for me because I have systems in place Mm -hmm. and I do it 24 seven, but agents don't do it 24 seven. I see more deals in one month than most agents see in their whole, and a lot of agency in their whole career. So for Mm -hmm. us, for a TC, it's second nature, um, but it can really slow an agent down. It does slow an agent down and drives them nuts and things slip through the cracks. So that's, um,
1: but in, in so doing, you keep you you reduce their liability because you're making sure everything gets done. And I think that's a a major point that's often overlooked is that uh, agents should rely on professionals because there's so much going on, there's so many moving parts, and it is so litigious that mm-hmm. they really need somebody to keep an eye on the things. And you know, uh, you probably. Uh, uh, have experienced when a deal for whatever reason isn't going well, whether it's a lack of communication or a buyer (laughs) or even an agent being difficult. Um, how do you, how do you keep everybody on track and make it to the finish line?
0: Well, my big thing is, um, is for communication. And I think Mm -hmm. that one of the biggest flaws that we have as human beings in any industry is we don't like to admit if we're wrong. Mm-hmm. and that's a big thing that i say to agents and to all parties if someone does something wrong it's all communication own it and deal with it and move on but unfortunately so many so many individuals in the real estate transactions stay They stay quiet. They don't talk things out. They keep Mm. things quiet from their clients because they don't want to bother the clients. But what they're actually creating is an atmosphere where the clients feel that they're not really in the know and that they're running by clients, by agents, clients, I mean the buyer and seller. And they feel that they're not in the know because they're not being properly informed and kept in the loop. And sometimes agents are like, well, we don't want to bother them. And that's true. But in other respects, you do have to keep people well and truly in the loop. Because that's when people start to feel comfortable and they start to feel like they're part of the process. And it starts mm-hmm. to feel more like a team effort than it right. does an individual effort. So I'm a big I'm big on just saying it as it is. Mm-hmm. And, um you know, if something's wrong, just just own it, deal with it, move on and get the job done. So I kind of like to keep everybody happy and everybody friendly. I'm a people pleaser. So yeah. I like everybody to feel warm and fuzzy and, um, and move towards getting the job done. And, and it takes it from all angles, including from your job, you know, you're, you're a big part of it as well. And if the home inspector is the same, the home inspector is not communicating then, you know, oh, well, wow. uh, there goes the request for repairs.
1: <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> and I, I totally, I totally get what you're saying about, um, if something does go wrong, I mean, uh, our guys, they're looking at literally thousands of things in every house and they have a limited amount of time. And mm-hmm. you know, every now they're human, every now and then something gets by them and and you have to own it and you have to, it's not always whether or not we make mistakes, it's how we deal with them. And I Absolutely. think, uh, you know, that that's one thing that sometimes is lacking is the grace to allow somebody to um, you know, make things right. And mm-hmm. so uh, we all try, you know, we all try and avoid that in the first place, but it's, you know, there, It's high stress. Um, I know from our point of view, we're coming in at the 11th hour of the deal and it's like, oh my gosh, the home inspector's here. There goes my deal. And so um, we get it. We get it. And it sounds like that's something you try to avoid too, is any kind of stress at the last minute, make sure everything's taken care of. So uh, what types of transactions do you do? Do you do everything like commercial or do you stick to residential?
0: No, I only do residential. Commercial is a whole different ballgame that I um, have just never delved into. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. I do single family up to four units. Um, sometimes I I have gone six or eight units and it's not a case of that it's so much more uh, that is so, so much different than residential at that point. It's really not it's some tweaks and twists here and there. But once it gets up into the, the big commercial, I completely have nothing to do with it. So,
1: so what could you uh, recommend for either, um, new buyers or even people who haven't gone through the process recently? Cause a lot has changed as we discussed what, it, what is something, and also to real estate agents, you know, there's a lot of agents who don't do that many deals, maybe one a year, two a year. It's just a part-time gig. Um, what is your advice for them, uh, to prepare them for the paperwork?
0: For you, buy- for the buyers and sellers preparing them for the paperwork. Yes. Um, from an agent's perspective, coming from the coming coming from um, the buyer and seller aspect of it, they think when they go into that transaction that it is cut and dry. We're gonna mm-hmm. go, we're gonna find a house, it's gonna be grand, we're gonna write the offer, it's gonna get accepted, and A, B, C, D and E is gonna happen. And I know from the transactions I've done, I've probably done over 10,000 in my career that Mm -hmm. the chances of it going like that are next to none. And But a lot of times the buyer and seller's expectations and their understanding, because a lot of people will go in and go, it's going to be great. It's going to be smooth. It's going to be fantastic. And that's just not reality. It's like anything, anything in life, that's not reality. There's going to be hiccups. There's going to be bends and twists and flips in the process. And I think that buyers and sellers need to be prepared in a very real way and said, look, this is what we want to happen. But the chances of it happening smoothly like that aren't going to happen. So here's what you have to be prepared for. And just to be honest with the buyers and sellers and tell them here is here is. how it's really going to go and if buyers and sellers could go into that process, knowing if, you know, if agents could educate on their websites so that potential buyers and sellers are viewing on those websites that, you know, this is how it's going to play out and Mm -hmm. be prepared for it instead of, of, instead of the principals going in thinking it's going to be rosy in the garden. I think that would be a huge way to focus on making it more realistic for, for clients going in. That's just my take.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe an expectations list or what to expect list, like say, Hey, you're going to have to deal with all these things. So start preparing. Don't, don't wait till the last minute. um, I think you're right because I think people, you know, realtors tend to be people pleasers and they want to say, I'm going to take care of everything and, and almost oversimplify the process. But when you get in the weeds, there's, you know, buyers have to have to do some of the work. So um, you're right. Just preparing people ahead of time, setting those expectations can help avoid a lot of problems.
0: It's true. And I'm the kind of person myself that I'd rather, I, I overanalyze. So I look at everything from every possible angle and people go, you're looking for the worst. And I go, I'm not looking for the worst. I'm looking for every event, every possibility that could happen so that I can be prepared. And I always think about, um, that movie that has that was uh, he'd gone into a mental institution he was a marketer and i can't think of the actor's name and he did this huge marketing thing of saying this air this airline company has the least accidents in the world and it took their sales through the roof and i always look back on that movie and you probably know what it is it's not dustin hoffman it's um can't think of it um I always think back on that and go, that's real marketing. That's really being real with people and saying, hey, look, this is the way it is. And if we could all market that way, it would be great.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of trying to hide some of the yeah, pitfalls. We, we, yeah, we, we do still. that too. We send out, out emails trying to set people up and say, this is what to expect during the inspection yeah. process. And it, it, you know, it helps set the expectations. So now, are you um, only in Temecula, Riverside area? Or what, how far do you work from home?
0: Um, LA down. So anywhere San
1: Diego.
0: South, LA or South of South of LA. Yes. I used to do San Francisco, Washington. Um, but I just, it's, there's, there's too many differences when yes. you get north, not too there's, there's differences that I would be doing a disjustice to agents. If I were to try and stretch up there myself, um, in the future to have a TC up, there's one thing, but other than that, no, it's all Southern California.
1: Awesome. Okay. And that's a big area. I mean, we're in Orange County, yeah. Riverside and San Diego. I mean, there's plenty of work here, right? So uh, there's that, enough that's business a-
0: for everybody.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, what do you like to do when you're not TCing? Is there a life outside of this for you?
0: No, not not so much. You know, kids? Going, um I have sports five days a week with my kids, soccer and baseball. But what do I what do I really love to do? Um I love martial arts, I love um oh. taekwondo, I love the gym. Um, I don't get to go. I don't get to do that much anymore, but that's what I really love to do. And um, I'm just very spontaneous. So I'm the one that if anybody picks the phone up and goes, hey, do you want to go here at the weekend? I'm like, sure. You know, I'm an adrenaline junkie. So um, but, you know, I'm I'm not a sit around on my backside and do nothing kind of person.
1: I love it. All right. Well, one thing I like to ask everybody is what is your outlook for real estate giving all, you speak to a lot of agents, a lot of buyers. So what's your sense about real estate in the next six months, let's say,
0: you know, I can go from one moment to the next going, oh, I'm feeling it quietening down. I and mean, Whenever I feel that, all of a sudden it just bursts through the door and off it goes again. Um, with my agents, I can only go based on what the, the types of agents that I work with who are all very um, seasoned, seasoned agents, most of them are very seasoned agents, and they just make business happen. They're, they're just making business happen anyway. But I mean, I definitely think there's going to be a slowdown. There's no question. I think that that's that's definitely going to happen. Everything it can only go up so much and I mm-hmm. think I feel that within the next year we're going to start to see that change coming.
1: Yeah. So we just and,
0: have uh, that's
1: it. Yeah, for uh, us and pro- perhaps you as well. Um I don't mind if prices come down a little and it makes it easier for buyers to get get in yeah. because we're we're a transaction based company. Uh, just oh. as long as transactions are occurring. Uh, other than my personal home, I'm not as concerned about you know prices going up forever. Uh, sometimes it's right. nice to take a break. Um, I have a daughter and son-in-law who are looking to buy, and, and it would be nice if prices uh, moderated a little bit so they could catch up and perhaps right. buy something. So exactly. Um, well, that's yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. I, I I'm not a naysayer. I don't think it's going to crash. I don't think, but no. it does have to moderate a little bit um, going forward. But
0: you know, with every change, with every you know, there's an upswing, something falters. And whenever it comes down, mm-hmm. then another aspect of it blooms. And it's, yep. there's always opportunity. There's always opportunity, but we just have to adjust.
1: I couldn't agree more. I, I'd love to uh, let everybody know how they can get in touch with you. So what's the best way for uh, agents to reach out if they want to get a great TC on their team?
0: Um, well, my website is uh, www.tcwithme.com. Pretty simple. Um, yeah, my cell number is um, 760-208-9365. And my email is pamela at tcwithme.com.
1: Fantastic. Um, well, I want to thank you so much for spending your a little bit of your afternoon with us and Uh, We hope to continue to work with you into the future. We hope it stays busy enough. And um, once again, thanks for joining me today.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me on here. I love this and uh, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Estate Uncovered with the Real Estate Inspection Company. Connect with us at sdinspect.com or call 800-232-5180. If you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks again and catch you next time.